At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast, a production of iHeartRadio. Gonna tell it like it really is We know Haney doesn't give a sh Silencing critics, eliminate misses Two chips never accept on shoulders to get better Everybody knows the name, read about it We're golf teachers, hall of fame Never doubt it, it's time for the truth Here's our dude, you're listening to Haney You're listening to Haney you're listening to Haney. It's time for the truth. Here's our dude. You're listening to Haney. Listening to Haney. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast. Hank Haney and Minnesota Tim Parachka here with you again today. Minnesota Tim, I want to get back on the Premier Golf League. Uh, it's a subject we talked about a couple days ago, and I want to get back on there. We we had an insider conversation with some folks from the Premier Golf League, so we got a little you know insider stuff. Now this is this proposed league that's going to play eighteen tournaments. They're shooting for forty eight players. Shotgun starts fifty four hole tournaments with a team concept to go along with it. There'll be 12 four-man teams playing every week, team owners. And they've made presentations to, well, a lot of the big-name players and their agents. And this, this has been going on for like two and a half years. And they've got the PGA Tour a little bit shaken in their boots. Of course, uh, Jay Monahan, the PGA Tour, is, is selling hard about what they got going on. And this uh, week they announced their new television deal what was it, seven years or nine years or something? I don't know, but I think seven years. And they're talking about it. They didn't announce numbers, but people say this is a big, big number that the PGA Tour is going to have a huge increase in purses. And uh, obviously, they got a lot of tournaments, which is a, a point of contention with the, the better players. Roy McIlroy was, was quoted this week as saying that, uh, you know, there's too many tournaments, it's saturated. And anyway, there's we, we, we picked up a lot of good information in our, our talk, didn't we, Tim? Yeah, we did, Hank. Um, it was nice of the Premier Golf League to chat with us for, what, 45 minutes and give us some details about what's going on on the inside. So, yeah, it's now we now they they've given us that information and Jay Monahan uh he was asked specifically in his players championship press conference Hank um whether or not he's spoken to Andy Gardner the CEO of the Premier Golf League and he Oh just, really? Yeah. What did he say? He straight up just said no. So well, he didn't straight up cuz he's got his head crooked all the time when yeah. he talks but he <laughs> That's a good up, point. Yeah. Did you see him on CNBC or whatever the other day when he's announcing the uh, PJ Tour 
uh, new television deal with, in the midst of the worst uh, day in the history of Wall Street and uh, stocks down over 2,000 points. And he's on there all trying to be Mr. Giddy about uh, how the tour has signed this new deal. And we're going to, you know, we uh, great for our players and our company. He kept calling it a company. I thought, I thought company. I mean, it's a, it's a nonprofit, isn't it? I mean, there's no such thing as a nonprofit company. I mean, he must have slipped up there on that one a little bit. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. Anyway. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. It was, it was good. But uh, so he was, uh, what, what, what did he say now? He, he was, he was, what was he announcing there? He, yeah. He was asked if he has been in contact with Andy. Oh, Carter. yeah, yeah, yeah. He said no, right? Or what did he say? Yeah, he said no. He said an immediate no. And he talked about the rumors of the Premier Golf League attracting the top players. And then he shifted immediately the conversation to how, the purses are going up, how all this stuff is going up. But then that comes back to our conversation, Hank, that we've been having for the last several weeks, is that these top players aren't guaranteed any money of these purses, even though they're increasing because they don't make anything if they miss the cut. Yeah. See, this is one of the, the, the things that's different about the PGA Tour. I, I've, I've explained this before, but I don't know if people totally get this. The European Tour and the PGA Tour work totally differently. The European Tour pays appearance fees. And this is why you see Tiger and Phil Mickelson and, you know, whoever else. Pick out a big name. I mean, whoever it is, Brooks Kepka, I mean, Dustin Johnson, you know, they all do it. They will go overseas and they'll play in a tournament. Because in the tournaments overseas, whether it's in, in Japan or it's in, you know, Korea or it's in wherever you pick a spot Saudi Arabia. I mean, pick a spot whenever they go overseas to play, there's going to be an appearance fee and they will, they will play. They will pay the players to come. Now, if it's tiger, it's going to be a big one. I mean, if it's Kepka, I'm sure it's going to be a big one. I mean, there's no way Kepka is getting on a plane and going overseas to play for less than a million dollar appearance fee. There's no way. I mean, the rumor was Phil Mickelson got $2 million to go to Saudi Arabia. Uh, I don't know if that's true or not, but I, I promise you he got north of a million. There's no chance he, he, he went for, for less, less than that. But what they do is, is they have less of a purse that they play for, and they divvy up the, the money, a certain amount of the money, to top players to get them to come play to guarantee that they're going to have, have a purse. The PGA Tour is totally different. They have bigger purses, and you only get paid based on where you finish in the tournament. So you have to make the cut first to get anything. And then once you make the cut, you work your way up the, the board, and you work your way up the money uh, list and, and what you're going to make make for that tournament. So it's a, it's a totally different different way of doing things. Now, on the PGA Tour, there's workarounds. And the workarounds are when, let's say, a specific company, like, oh, I'll pick one for you, like uh, AT&T sponsors, they sponsor Pebble Beach, and they sponsor the uh, Dallas tournament, uh, Byron Nelson. Okay, so they sponsor those two tournaments. Well, they also have a contract with Jordan Spieth to do commercials and outings and whatever he does, does for them. And it just so happens that Jordan Spieth will always play in – the AT&T Pebble Beach, and he will always play in the AT&T Byron Nelson. And then you look at the same thing like the RBC. That's a, a, a Canadian bank, and they sponsor the Canadian Open, and they sponsor the tournament at Hilton Head, which is the week after uh, the Masters. And they've got players like, uh, who they got? Matt Kuchar, they got Dustin Johnson, they got Brent Snedeker. There's these guys that wear these RBC patches somewhere on their shirt or their bag or both. And that means that those players are all going to play in those tournaments. So the, this is the way it, it gets worked around on the on the PGA Tour to make it, you know, what they consider to be be legal. Uh, you know, they, they come there and, and do a dinner and, you know, uh, play in the tournament. And the, the the tour says, you know, well, that's okay. You're not you're not paying him to play in the tournament. You're paying him to come to the dinner. But the reality is, is they're paying him to come to play in the tournament, mostly in the dinner a little bit. That's 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 really how it works out. So the Premier Golf League is, you know, this new league that's wanting to get going. And their deal is, is you know, we're going to have more money. Uh, no cuts, guaranteed. You're going to be guaranteed to make money. 
um, first prize. I think what's first prize, Tim? Like ten million or something a, a, a week, or ten million dollar purses? Ten million dollar purses, not not first prize, but ten million dollar purses. But only forty eight players, so a, a tour event might be uh, seven million or six million or whatever it is on these tournaments. It's not it's not ten million, but it's probably going up there with this new TV deal. I'm sure they're going to be up to ten million. I mean, it's can't, it can't be too far off. But, I mean, you look at, like, the uh, – well, the World Golf Championship's $10 million, but the Honda was $7 million. Uh, the players was uh, $12,500,000, so that's a big one. Valspar is $6,900,000. Anyway, the, the, the 48 players and $10 million is a significant purse, but there's other ways to make money. they got bonuses at the end of the year. They've also got the team concept where you make money for that. And it's just a, it's a lot of money. And then they're going to they're going to have team owners, and they've got the twelve team owners, and they're going to pick out twelve guys. And I don't know who those twelve guys are, but I know Mickelson's one of them, and I know Tiger's one of them, and I know Adam Scott's one of them, and I know uh, you know Brooks Kepka and Dustin Johnson, and you know you can, Justin Thomas, and you can you can you know you can kind of figure out who the twelve are going to be. It might you might be surprised at eleven or twelve, but you're not going to be surprised at the first top ten. Uh, Justin Rose is going to be in there in there somewhere, and even though he's ranked whatever thirteenth in the world or what fourteenth, whatever he is is right now, but he's a Mark Steinberg client, and you know you're gonna, it's going to be a package deal. If you, if Tiger shows up, then you're gonna you know you're gonna get Justin Rose too because they're both Steinberg clients, and you know they both need to be team owners, and you know, that's just the way the negotiation is going to going to work. So you figure out okay, there's a lot of ways. For these guys to to make money, there's a lot of things that are attractive to the players about this Premier Golf League, and you know let's kind of go through that list, Tim, a little a little bit because you know we 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 asked a bunch of questions when we talked to the uh, Premier Golf League insiders. I mean, the probably well, I don't know if there's a top thing, but I mean, I think I've, I think the fact that the 18 tournaments is I don't know if that's a plus or a minus. I don't think it's necessarily a minus. Most guys would play that many. I'm sure they're going to do something with with Tiger and Mickelson and say you don't have to play in 18 tournaments. I mean that that we 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 definitely gathered that from our conversation. So they're going to work around yeah. that part. Yeah, of course. And then uh, the but the the three rounds I think is is very attractive, don't you? Right, Hank. I mean, you did the math the other day. You said. If you take one less round for four tournaments, you're that's less that's yeah, one less tournament on your body. I mean that you're playing twenty five percent less. And for a guy like Tiger, that's I mean, Tiger's always the example because for anybody, the anybody, because there's all these guys are getting hurt. Dustin Johnson got hurt last year, knee knee surgery, Brooks Kepka, knee. I mean, you know, pretty much every guy on tour, Tim. One of the things that's always being talked about, Hank, is are these violent swings on the PGA Tour and how these violent swings are causing injuries. Well, if you're taking that violent swing and you're playing 25% less and you're getting paid more, I, <laughs> I don't understand what's wrong with that formula right there. No, I don't either. I mean, I, that's got to be attractive to a lot of guys, and I'm sure it is. It is because when they're talking to these players, you know, the, 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 the feedback that they're getting is, is – they like a lot of the concepts, which has prompted Roy McIlroy to to say, "Oh, I, I'm out. I'm not. I'm not doing the Premier Golf League." Which, like we've talked about in other you know podcasts we've done, that you know that could just be a negotiating thing. I don't think out necessarily means out. It just means you're not to my number yet. But Rory has also said, "Hey, hopefully this is the impetus of change on the PGA Tour," and then you. You know, he's also said uh, what, what he made it made another comment the other day about the uh, events being too saturated. Uh, he, he made that comment, yeah, right? Too many, yeah, too many events, too many oversaturation of events. So yeah, and then Monahan Monahan had to respond about how his company is. Uh, you know, he, he didn't even he he did the duck and dive on that one, didn't he? Yeah, he did. He talked about how purses are increasing. I mean, it was just a repeat and recycle. It was yeah. It was purses are increasing, more tournaments, more playing opportunities. We got tours in China, Latin America tour, all that stuff. He was don't you love? Don't you love when when uh, guys that run organizations or something like like uh, you know this commissioner Monahan and the uh, the uh, you know it's like a politician. They ask him a question. 
They don't answer the question and then they just go on to their talking points. It's like, it's like when I remember when I had the dictator Mike Davis on the, uh, my radio show and then oh, yeah. he, he just, he did, he just, I asked him a question. He just went right to his talking points and then never, never even no pauses. No, it didn't put a comma in there, a period and nothing, uh, ex, you know, nothing to, to give me a, a place to get in. He just went right on his talking points for like 20 minutes straight and then say goodbye. I mean, that's what they do. They just get on their talking points and, and like, you know, as an interviewer, you know, per, you know, it's your job to ask a good question so that you can, you know, get some kind of an answer that will be interesting or answer somebody's questions that, that you might have in your mind or, you know, listeners question in their mind. And then you ask the question and all you get is a, is a, a pivot, you know, you get a pivot and a dive and a duck and and they move on to their talking points and it just that 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 is is frustrating i mean but it tells you something you know it it, it gives you some some idea when he ducks that question it's got to mean something yeah it absolutely does i mean it, I, <laughs> he doesn't want to address it and that's the that's one of the issues going on with the pga tour they don't want to address their problems head on and they're they want to talk about how many how deep the PGA Tour fields are and not about Tiger Woods getting older and creating interest in the game. They want to talk about purses increasing and not that the top players aren't touching any of that. And it's just, I don't know. It's just, that's just the way the PGA Tour responds to accusations. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, the other thing I think that's, that is attractive to players is the off season. Cause this, this tour is proposed to go, January through just August, right? September and, is the last one. Yeah, the first of September. And then and then they, they've got the majors all in. And that's one of the questions that people have asked is what about the majors? Of course they're gonna people are still gonna be able to play in the majors. And you would think that we haven't seen the schedule, we don't know what it, what it, the proposed schedule is, but we you would assume that the week off before the majors is going to be there for all the players. And then they could, if they feel like they want to go play somewhere, they could theoretically go play in a PGA tour event that week, or they could just take the week off and practice, but there wouldn't be a premier golf league tournament. I mean, of course that would all depend on whether the PGA tour would allow players to come back and play. And Monaghan, the commissioner has been pretty uh, firm with saying that if you go play on the premier golf league, uh, you know, see you later. You're, you know, good luck. You're not coming back ever, which, you know, I mean, I, I don't I, I don't believe that to be the case. You know, if this thing ever did happen, I, I think they would take whoever they could get back at any time and welcome them with open arms once they, you know, kind of got over it. It'd take them a little while to get over it, you know, but eventually you get over it. Right. Sounds good to the surface. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good, nice threat. Bully. That's what a bully does. And uh, that's what they do. So they try to bully the players to to not uh, thinking that they're going to have any opportunity, and then that you know that might affect some guys that are hovering around the last spot on the Premier Golf League, and they're thinking, "Geez, if I drop out of the top forty-eight in this league's mind, uh, what am, where am I going to go?" The guy told me I couldn't come back. Uh, I'm out of the top forty-eight, and now what am I? I'm in I'm in bad trouble. But having said that, I don't think that's going to be something that really is going to be that big of an issue in putting this thing together because it's really all about getting the the big guys that's what it's what it's and there's enough in there that's going to attract people the guaranteed purses the three rounds of tournaments uh, the knowing where you're you're playing you know as as a schedule rory said that's not necessarily good he likes to be able to pick and choose but I think to, in some people's mind, it'd be nice. Hey, okay, I can plan my whole year based on my schedule because I know what my schedule is going to be and I've got to go play in these events. It's no deciding. And, you know, a lot of times guys make decisions and they make bad decisions. They go play here and they should have gone and play there. They play there and they should have played here. Now they're, you know, it, they would know exactly where they, they have to, to play. So there's a lot of a lot of positive, but the off season is is one of them. The 54 holes, another one. I think the shotgun starts, another one. Knowing every day when you're going to start, you know. I mean, it, it, it's shotgun start. You, you know, you're not. You don't have the seven o'clock tea time. Chance to warm up. Chance to to get up and have a breakfast and warm up. I mean, it's a pain in the neck on the PGA Tour when you have a seven thirty tea time. Right. I mean, Hank, how many times do you hear players complaining about 
how the weather was different at seven o'clock versus two o'clock in the afternoon. Right. That's that's another that's another thing. But 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 just figure out the schedule that somebody has to go by to make a seven thirty tea time. You're you're not you're not staying, you know, thirty seconds from the golf course in most cases. So you're driving somewhere. I don't know how far you're driving, but you're, let's say you're driving 15 minutes. Okay, well, if you're driving 15 minutes, you better account for 30 just in case. Okay, so now you're down, you, you know, let's just run Let's just run it backwards here. If you got a 7.30 tea time, you, you, you got 30 minutes to get there. You got, what do you got? 30 minutes to eat, eat breakfast. Now you're at 6.30. You got an hour to warm up. Okay, now you're at, at 5.30. You've got, you know, I mean, if you've got some some kind of issues that you need to, and at the very least, you need to stretch. I mean, so so let's give you another thirty minutes for that. And if you've got maybe back problems like a tiger, you got to give yourself more time than that. I mean, you're at the very least, if you've got a seven thirty tea time, at the very least, you have a five a.m. wake up call. I mean, don't you think it'd be attractive to have shotgun starts? Know when you're when you got to be there every every day, and it's it's you know it's not the crack of dawn. I, I think I think that's an attractive thing, right? Especially yeah, especially for Tiger. He's another guy that he mentions before. He's mentioned before that he's had to get up at three thirty in the morning, get his back ready, go to the practice tee, and then tee off at seven thirty eight o'clock in the morning. Now he doesn't have to do that. Well, Tiger's not gonna you know he's not gonna play a lot. I mean that that that's become very evident. So does that make him, you know, more or less inclined to, you know, take a a, a deal like this Premier Golf League? Let's say, let's say, you know, because he said I'm going to play 12 times. Well, it doesn't, you know, now it's looking like that might be the he might not even make 12. I mean, he didn't play it at, at uh, Honda, right next to his house. He didn't play at at Bay Hill where he's won so many times, and he and now he's not at the Players Championship. So he may not even make it to 12, 12 tournaments. Okay, so so let's let's talk about this. Does that does that make him more or less inclined to take what we understand to be an offer that would be like almost impossible to resist? Would that make him more or less inclined to take that offer? What do you think? It would have to be more. I mean. If you, it's 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 hard because you can take this so many different directions. Tigers made so much money through endorsements, made so much money because he's won 82 times on the PGA Tour and all the times on the European Tour. So that part makes it complicated because Tiger technically doesn't need the money. What the question becomes: What is Tiger Woods playing for? Is he playing for legendary status on the PGA Tour? Is he planned to be the only the only winner with 83 wins on the PGA Tour? Or is money still a factor in Tiger Woods' mind? And if money is still a factor, then he definitely takes this money and runs with it. Because not only will he get this straight-up offer that is impossible to refuse almost, but being an owner, being a decision-maker, I mean, th- this could set Tiger Woods up for the rest of his life if he wanted it to. Yeah, well, I mean, he's already set up for the rest of his life. I mean, I don't think he's got to worry about anything. But money's money. You know, he did get a haircut with that divorce he had back in, you know, after the the fire hydrant. And, you know, sometimes guys like to get brand new, you know, get back to where where they were. The other thing he's got to be looking at is, geez, you know, I, I can play whenever I want. I can play as many events as I want to play or as few. All I have to do is show up and kind of be a team owner, which I kind of like to be in that. I like to be in team captain at the President's Cup. I mean, maybe that would be, be kind of fun. Who knows? Uh, I, I, I'm going to get paid. You know, I don't they, I, I've heard something like you know, there, there might be an offer out there for $200 million. Now, I don't know how many years that is. Who knows? Maybe it's four years, five years. I don't know what it is. But let's say there's an offer out there like that. He's going to play three rounds instead of four, no cut. And really, Tim, it doesn't matter what he shoots. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it doesn't matter what he shoots because 
people want, you know, they're going to show them on TV. They're going to show them, uh, you know, all over the place. You can, you can, you're going to be able to watch because they say you're going to be able to watch every, every player, every hole, every shot. So you're going to see Tiger all the time. And I don't think people really care. You know, if he plays good once in a while and doesn't play good, I mean, I there's no pressure whatsoever. And don't think that, you know, don't think that that doesn't matter because it does. Players don't want to have to be under pressure all the time. We always, we, we play that, that, you know, in our minds, that quote that we got from Dustin Johnson that time. Remember when we were interviewing him and, he, and he's talking about short putts. He says, I don't like stress. I mean, they play for stress. They thrive on stress. The great players do. They want to have stress in a way because they want to get in contention to feel that stress. But by the same token, they really, they really would like to avoid it too. Tiger would have no pressure, again, playing in a tournament. You know, he's at he's at an age where, you know, I mean, how how many more is he going to play? How, you know, who knows? A lot of people are speculating. You know, every time he doesn't show up for a tournament, people think, oh, you know, maybe there's something something more wrong. I mean, you never know. But I think there's a lot of good stuff in this for for Tiger. And you know, the other thing to consider is is how bent is he that you know for what he's done. You know, I mean, like like look at this, Tim. He, first off, he built all the purses on the PGA Tour. Okay, I mean, he just did. And did he really get compensated for that? The answer is no. And people will talk about how much money he's made off the course, but that's a totally separate thing. Did did, did the PGA Tour compensate him? They gave him an opportunity, but is that really, I mean, he's given them an opportunity. Look at all the players he's given an opportunity to. Then the other thing you look and you say, okay, now look at the, the new television contract, the new one that, that's going to be uh, whatever. You know, seven times more than what it was before. That's rumor that it's like it's, it's seven billion dollars or something over the life of the contract. I mean, it's like a huge, huge number. And is Tiger going to benefit from that? Probably not. How's he going to benefit from that? I mean, what what what's he getting out of that? And yet he's a he's a one primarily that that is the re- reason for it. And, you know, you wonder if, if if that, you know, creates a little bit of a, you know, negative in his mind. Hey, I, I you know, I created all this and what am I getting? I, you know, hey, thanks. Thanks uh, for the effort. Yeah. Um, the one thing I can think about what the PGA Tour has done for Tigers, they made the Genesis invita- open a um, uh, Tigers event, basically, with heightened status. Yeah. Is that enough? No. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. All right, let's take a little break. We'll uh, hear from our sponsors, and we'll be right back on the Hank Any Podcast. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality 
podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of us. We're figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, it it would have been been juicy. It would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. So one of the questions that, that we were interested in, Tim, when we were talking with the uh, Premier Golf League, the insiders from the guys that kind of know what's going on over there. Yeah, uh, we were wondering and speculate. Okay, like, I mean, is it if you don't have Tiger, is this thing a go or or you know, is that a, is that a deal breaker? Like, if you don't get Tiger, because I was thinking, all right, Tiger's not going to play in eighteen events. You're going to have to bend the rules for him. And you know, if you bend the rules for him, you're going to bend the rules for Rory too, which I would assume he probably would. But let's just say, um, and you know, I, and I mentioned Rory. I mean, he's not on, on the level of, of Tiger, but he is the number one player in the world, and he is from Europe. And you know, these guys that are putting this league together are from Europe, so they, you know, they they think you know Rory is like a huge, huge, huge deal, which he is. But I mean, we think he's a huge deal, you know, here in the United States if we're if we're golfers. But if you're in Europe, you really think he's a huge deal. So I would think they would probably be willing to bend the rules for for him as as, as well. But the question is, is without one of these guys or, you know, both of these guys or whatever, is this deal a go or a no-go? I mean, that that was a question we had. And I don't know, they, they kind of they pretty much gave us the feeling that, no, it could still be a go, Right. Yeah, that's exactly what they told us, Hank. And what makes that interesting to me is who then becomes the most valuable players to the Premier Golf League? Who becomes their focus on bringing everyone over to this league if Tiger Woods indeed says no? Well, look at this, though, Tim. I mean, this is supposed to start, if it goes, in 2022. Right. Right? The Premier Golf League. 2022. Tiger would be 46 years old. I mean, after after a year in the Premier Golf League, he'd be 47. After two years, he'd be 48. I mean, do they really need Tiger? I mean, I'm sure they'd love to have him. But you, you wonder if, I mean, this is really about the future of golf and how it's watched and 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 the the, the you know product going forward and I mean do they really need Tiger? Tiger's probably more enticing to the Premier Golf League as an owner rather than a player. Yeah, I think you're right. And just to use his his name and and you know him being there and the the, the you know media attention he can draw and there's no doubt no doubt about that. That's that's a, a a good point. I mean, but but do they really you know need him to to play all the time? I don't think they they're anticipating that he's going to play all the time. So they probably they probably don't need him. Yeah, it's 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 hard to imagine a, a golf world without Tiger. No, it is. But but this would be a way for Tiger to hang on. You know, a lot of players when they uh, retire. And this is a great idea too. I mean, I don't know what what does the PJ Tour have in mind for this? When Tiger doesn't play, and when Tiger didn't play, like everybody wondered, where's Tiger? Where's Tiger? What's Tiger doing? I mean, you think about you know Jack Nicklaus, and you think about Ben Hogan, and you think about you know now Nicklaus is still around because you know people interview him, and he has this tournament, right? Uh, when the tournament gets ready to happen he'll be more in the news and you know and other than that you hear about jack nicholas when it's jack nicholas's birthday or it's augusta and it's the masters and jack nicholas is hitting the first tee shot off the first hole so you hear about him there and every time you kind of hear about jack nicholas you think you know this is pretty cool because you know he's a huge part of golf history all right well if if tiger was a team owner and the premier golf league was going you know 
theoretically you would you would get even if he wasn't playing you would get to see him a lot and that's a big thing i mean getting to see jack nicholas is a big thing getting to see like arnold palmer was always a big thing getting to see byron nelson was a big thing getting to see ben hogan was a big thing that people didn't get to do because he just he you know he he hit out at at shady oaks and he didn't you know it never came out out of the you know uh, card room or whatever i mean that was just the the way you know he he ended his his life and career, and and just the fact that Tiger would be around golf would would be a, a a big thing. I just I just wonder you know how he views it and how you know Steinberg his agent views it. That's that's the 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 question that we don't know. Right, you make a good point, Hank, about being relevant in the game of golf. And Tiger Woods, I mean he he experienced it for a few years as he was going through the surgeries, as he was going through the back issues. I mean, there was a couple of years there where we didn't know if he would be back playing like he is now on the PGA Tour. And when his, I mean, his name's always relevant because he's Tiger Woods, but he wasn't playing week in and week out. So he got that feeling of not being a headline every single week or every other week on the PGA Tour. Um, So I guess it'd be interesting to hear Tiger's perspective on this because he had a year or two where well, he's his not going to he's not going to tell you anything, but you know maybe Noda the apologizer will. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah Tiger flows. Yeah, yeah, ebbs and flows. He might get, he Noda might repeat something he heard Tiger say in a press conference somewhere. Anyway, yeah. You think you think the players on the PGA Tour uh, understand how bad their product is? I mean, because their product's awful, Tim. I mean, you know, it'll be better. It'll be better this week. You know, it's the Players Championship, and you know, it's and then you got the Masters coming up, so things will get okay. But boy, oh boy, once that once that last major ends, you know, the the Open Championship, and then you got this long wait to the you know Masters again, and very rarely. You know, you know, you get a little bit on the FedEx Cup playoffs. You get the best players together again, and that that'll be okay for a couple of weeks. Although football's starting, but I mean, do you think they they have some idea of, of that? Hey, maybe our product is just, is not that good right now. I mean, look at some of these tournaments they've had. The fields, oh my goodness, the Honda, the American Express, the Sony. I mean, you were you were texting me like a, you know I feel like I'm asleep here. Right. Well. I feel like if we ask some of these top players who they're playing with <laughs> in these final rounds, they would give, they wouldn't even remember who they're playing with because some of these guys are so little on the PGA Tour that they don't have that huge impact. And Hank, we, we were we're going to talk about this Golf Digest survey in a couple of week, uh, in a couple of days, or maybe tomorrow. And one of the questions on there was, how many PGA Tour events do you watch when you're not playing in them? And I thought the number was overwhelmingly low. It was in like the twenty percentile range, and I, I, I mean, they're not even watching it if they're not playing. Well, it's hard to watch. I mean, unless you're the biggest fan like I am, it's 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 hard to watch, especially when you get on like a CBS uh, telecast. You know, the, the sugar coaters all get together for for uh, four hours. It's like, my goodness, you got to turn the sound down. But. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I think they're starting to get it. I think they real. I think the tour doesn't want to admit it, but I think they have to realize that something's off. They they call for changes on the in the TV, but are they the right changes? Like they're the ones that pushed Costas and and McCord out the door. But what did they, they what did they want? They wanted uh, more sugar coating, is what they wanted. That's why they got rid of those guys. You know, they they then they brought in the you know more sugar sugar throwers. That's all those guys do. Just throw around uh, sugar cubes everywhere. Uh, it, it, that's you know, is that what they they think the answer is? Is just everything's wonderful, everything's great, everything's this, and the guys never hit a bad shot. Only show the good shots, don't show the bad shots, and they never say anything negative about anything. No matter how bad a guy hits a ball or chokes or whatever, you know, you don't ever say a word about it that's negative. You know, but then again, on the by the same token, they they'll get in there and they'll go, you know, we're going to have gambling. Because they know that they got to do something to spice this thing up, so you, you got to think they they think there's a problem. You got to think the players really think there's a problem because, like what you said, I mean they don't even watch their own tour when they're not playing on it. I don't think that. I don't think I I, I bet that's not the case on the you know NFL. I don't know. 
I'd, I'd be surprised if, you know, other players don't watch, you know, the whatever, the games or playoff games or, you know, if Monday night football's on. I wonder, I wonder like, let's say a team's played in the NFL and Monday night football was on. I wonder what the you know, I wonder what it is. If you said it was twenty percent on the tour that watches the telecast, what, I wonder what percent it would be in other sports. It's an interesting question. Yeah, it is. It'd probably be higher than twenty percent, though. I would think. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe it probably depends who's playing. If you had two good teams playing, you know, if Tom Brady was playing, it, probably people might might tune in a little bit. I don't know. Anyway, it's interesting. All right, let's take another break here from our sponsors, including Voodoo Pain Relief Cream. If you've got aches and pains, it's a patented product that absolutely works. It's clinically tested, clinically proven. Uh, arthritis pain, back pain, uh, hips, shoulders, uh, knees, like I had, uh, elbow, golfer's elbow. It's it's great for that. If you've got TMJ, uh, jaw problems, that, which are just terrible. It's a great product for that. You can read the reviews on the website and the testimonials. They're off the charts, uh, 100% guaranteed. And even better than that, you can go on the website right now and get a free two-week supply of Voodoo Pain Relief Cream. Go to voodoopainrelief.com. And if you haven't tried it, try it out. You'll see why everybody talks so highly about it. And you'll see why it works. And you'll you'll get some relief for sure. Voodoopainrelief.com. We'll be right back on the Hank Any Podcast. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Now, one of the things, uh, Tim, that we were we, we were wondering about was how the players reacted when the uh, tour tried to bully them. You know, and, and what I'm talking about is when this whole thing started with the uh, Premier Golf League, and you know th- they've been working behind the scenes for like two and a half years trying to get this thing going, and you know talking to people, and everybody's like. 
broadcasters are like, if you get this thing put together, this sounds great. Uh, you know, and, and players said, this sounds great. You know, a lot of people thought it was too good to be true. You know, the first thing they did was they kind of presented people with an equity position and all the players and the agents said, oh, we don't, we're not, you know, equity is not going to work. You know, you got to come with, you got to come with a check. And they went and got the money. And now they've got the money and people are saying, you know, now they're listening. Okay. So the players are listening, the agents are listening. And then the tour, you know, gets wind of the whole thing, which they knew was going on, but now they know, hey, this is picking up a little momentum. We got to do something. So they decided to say, hey, uh, you know, the commissioner goes, if you go play there, you're not playing here. You're never coming back. And, you know, it's the bully position. I don't think the players like that too much. Do you? Right. I don't, I mean, we talk about how the players don't want to be forced to, uh, we mentioned Roy's comments about how he didn't want to be forced to play in all these tournaments on the Premier Golf League. Well, it sounds like the PGA Tour is taking a similar stance where if you leave, you can't come back. And I mean, that's very similar to what the Premier, what, what Rory mentioned. So, I mean, I mean, players want flexibility. They want to be able to make their own choices and and their independent contract status on the PGA Tour is one of the things that they're hesitant to leave. But at the same time, the PGA Tour is trying to influence their decision. So it's kind of like a little back and forth game going on between the tour and the league. Yeah. You know, if, if the, the, they're talking about the, the, the tour, the PGA Tour is increasing their purses because of their new television deal, and it's going to, their purses are all going to go up in this net. Well, you already look at it like the 150th player on the PGA Tour or whatever it, it makes like a million and a half dollars. I mean, okay, let's say let's say the purses go up. I mean, does the 150th guy need to make two million dollars, or should he make two million dollars, or does the like 200th guy need to make a million and a half dollars. I mean, in tennis, that doesn't happen. And I mean, yeah, the purses go up and this, and that, but how do you think the top players feel if, you know, if the 200th guy's making $2 million? I mean, they, I would think, I mean, I don't know if I was a top player, I'd be thinking, geez, this is, this is not right to spread here. You know, you look at you look at, at at some of the the other sports. I mean, look look what the quarterback makes. Uh, you know, look what the average salary of the quarterbacks are, Tim, in the NFL. Okay, was it thirty two teams? And what do those guys make? I don't know what's the average salary, but it's up there, isn't it? I mean, it's way up there. It's way up there. Okay, and that's not that's not count. You know, when they when they say. You know, the, the teams can't go, well, you make this much on commercials, you know, like like the Dallas Cowboys, because Dak Prescott makes so much on commercials. They Dallas Cowboys can't go, well, you know, we, we're just not going to pay you because you make so much in commercials. That that money that, that Tiger Woods or Phil Mickelson or whoever makes off the course, that, that doesn't count. That shouldn't count. That's that, that that's something totally different. And I, I mean, I, I, I think it's it's just. I think the the top guys, you know, they they've got a problem with it. I mean, I think I I, I know they do. And I mean, you know, they don't want to be unpopular with their peers and come out and say it. But when McElroy says we should have, you know, some smaller fields and some more no cut tournaments, he's really, you know, he's cutting out guys. I mean, no, no cut tournaments are cutting out cutting out, you know, uh, seventy five through one hundred and fifty. That's just what it's doing. And you know, I mean. That's what that's what they want. I mean, they at least want some of it. Well, let me ask you this: How many when when you cut this thing down, and it you figure out okay, what does this boil down to? Like, how many players do the does this Premier Golf League need to get to say yes? And this was a question that we had when we were talking, you know, having this little conversation with some people that were associated with the Premier Golf League or that knew about it. And we asked them, you know, I mean, because I, you know, I thought to myself, okay, this, you know, I, this isn't a big list. I mean, you got Tiger, Rory, Rom, Kepka, Justin Thomas. I mean, Dustin Johnson, Adam Scott. I mean, I mean, who, Justin Rose, maybe. I mean, you know, I, I, 
I don't know. I mean, Spieth, is he in there? You know, where he is right now in the world. But I'm just saying it's, it, I, I thought, you know, it's probably like 10 or 12 people is what I thought. Mm-hmm. And then they, they told me, well, it's, they, they felt like it's even less than that. Right. And that really shows you the magnitude and the influence of the top players where they all want to play together because they understand that if they play together, that increases the value of them. I mean, individually, Tiger's as valuable as they come. But if you pair Tiger, but if you pair Brooks Kepka with Rory McIlroy, that makes both of those guys more valuable if they're playing against each other constantly. Yeah, no doubt about it. So who do they need? I mean, if they, you know, Rory's sounds like, you know, he's coming with the group if the group comes, but he's not coming alone. I mean, but I mean, Rom, uh, Kepka. I would say Tiger and Kepka would be the top two. You think so? Mm-hmm. And then Phil. What I about mean, Justin Thomas? Yeah, Justin Thomas, he's got to be up there too. Mm-hmm. He's got to be the third one, maybe. Well, who do we, uh, it sounds like they, they, it sounds like Adam Scott and Phil would would like they they're ready to go, right? It doesn't sound like they need any more convincing. No, that's just kind of the feeling you get from when you're just reading between the lines. And these are you know like anybody that's towards the end of their you know or more on the backside of their career, like Phil certainly is, but Adam Scott is too. I mean, why would they not do that? I mean, why would they not? I mean, Justin Rose, why would he not? I mean, where he is, he's in a he's in a sink right now. He, he he's in a you know because because I mean you're, you know when these guys play good, they think they're never going to play bad again. When they play bad, they're not sure they're ever going to play good again. I mean, I I know they'll act confident, but it's not the way it works in golf. There's there's doubt that goes in there. I mean, I I I feel like there's just a few guys they need to get, and they get them, and they're they're off and running. But I mean, the odds, I don't know. What did what what do you put the odds at of this happening? Yeah. I would put them at 35%. Oh, really? You don't think it's that high? Well, I think it's higher than some other guys are saying. I got the I got the feeling when we talked to, to them that they thought the odds were more than 50%. Hmm. And I also you know, I, I did ask the question. I said, you know, do you are you more confident uh this month than you were last month? And the answer was yes. And then I said, are you more confident uh, this last week than you were the week before? And the answer was yes. Which, what do you take that as meaning? That means that somebody's off the fence or just, you know, agents are starting to move or, you know, just people are saying more positive things to them. They seem to feel like the money's not a problem, the exposure, the TV's not a problem. None of that stuff's a problem. It's just all they got to do is just get a few players to say yes. But they haven't got anybody yet. Mickelson said he was going to make a comment at either the players or the um, Arnold Palmer, and he didn't it either. And then it's... So it kind of boils down to like you know what's the what's what's the deal? I mean, do they have it? You know, we when we were asking them, do they have a drop dead date? And they definitely have a, some kind of a drop dead date. This can't go on forever. But I get the feeling that you know they 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 maybe they're going to give it a couple more potentially a couple more months. That's what I thought. Right. It seems like Phil is waiting to see if other guys are coming along. Yeah, that's the feeling I get. That's why he yeah. pushed back his decision because he's still waiting to see if Tiger and Kepka and JT are coming along with him. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it's it's a it's this is a behind the scenes deal, and of course at the uh, Players Championship they're gonna you know put on their their big uh, face in front and the new television contract and everything. That's one of the things that that we I was wondering too about the television contract. But you got to think. That any television contract has some kind of out clause if, if for whatever reason the tour doesn't produce name players for telecasts. I mean, there's got to be something in there. You know, well, you know there is. And, and just the fact that they just signed this new extension, I don't think it really means anything, to be honest with you. Not, not in terms of this, this potential of the Premier Golf League. Because I, you, you got to know that they could get out of that stuff if they had to. I mean, that's that's the feeling I got too. So 
it's going to be interesting. It's going to be really interesting. It's, 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 uh, it, it, you know, like I said a few times, though, I just hope that at the very least what happens is, is we get a better, a better golf product. That's all. Now this week they're talking about that the players are showing over 30,000 shots. Yeah. Does that do anything for you? No, it doesn't. <laughs> Why? Well, well, it's, I mean, 30,000 shots, they're showing every group, every shot, and they're selling that as a pushing point to NBC Gold or ESPN+. Plus. But I don't want to watch everybody on the golf course. I'm not looking to go watch Dylan Fratelli or Sung Kang or Zach Blair. I wouldn't even know what those guys look like if you showed them you on watch? TV. What's that? Who do you want to watch? I want to watch Tiger, Kepka, Rory, uh, Rom. That's another one. I wouldn't mind seeing DeChambeau putt one on the 18th hole with a fist pump to make the cut. Um, <laughs> I, I wouldn't mind seeing Fleetwood put one in the water on the 18th hole. Um, but the top players, jokes aside, top players. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's just, that's what it that's what it boils down to. I mean, I talk to a lot of people that love golf and watch golf and play golf all the time. They all say the same thing. You know, they want to see the top players more. It's gotta be some way to do it. They gotta figure something out. I mean, maybe, maybe this will this will be the deal. Anyway, it's fun to fun to talk about, fun to speculate. Uh I, I hope they pull something off or I hope the tour you know, gets gets with it and does does something uh, different. But we'll uh We'll, we'll keep our eye on it going forward. And, you know, a good place to learn about some of this stuff is Jeff Shackelford's uh, site, jeffshackelford.com. He, he, Jeff is on it as much as anybody. Well, he's on it more than anybody, trust me. So just get get on there if you want to get up-to-date information. If, if he hears something, he's going he's gonna to put it on there. And uh, Tim, you and I are on it too. So it's it's uh, it's fun to talk about. I, I, I give it a chance. I mean, it might, maybe it is 35%. I, don't, I think it's more than 50 but – well, we'll, well, we should know pretty soon. We'll know sooner rather than later. Let's put let's put it that way. Can't wait. But, um, oh, I know. Me too. Good stuff. All right. Uh, the call-in number, 833-426-5763, extension 801. Follow me on Twitter, at Hank Haney. Uh, email your questions to hankhaneygolf at outlook.com. Uh, if you got golf swings you want to send in, send them into golf schools at hankhaney.com. And Steve Johnson, the great predictor, or one of my guys, will look at those swings and they will get you off and running on your golf season this year to a better start. Uh, so give you something to work on. So check check that out. It's free opportunity. F R E E free. You don't have to pay for it. You can do it as many times you want. Send a video in golf schools at hankany.com. And then make sure you click the follow button on the iHeart radio app or your Apple Podcasts app, wherever you get your podcasts, click the follow button for the Hank Haney Podcast, and we'll be there every day for you. And um uh, be looking forward to doing it again tomorrow on the Hank Haney Podcast. Hope everybody has a great day. Thanks for tuning into the Hank Haney Podcast. Listen, follow, rate, and share on iTunes, on the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can make your thoughts and questions heard by emailing the show at hankhaneygoff at outlook.com. And you can also tweet me directly by sending your tweets to at Hank Haney on Twitter. Hank Haney Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael 
to the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.